Hey guys, welcome to the number 177 uh, ever episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I'm Chase Coburn. Today, we're back with another, another episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. Today, we are going to be talking about the news that came out about Bradley Beal and then going over something that I like to call non-realistic realism. And I'm going to tell you about both of those things in a second. Hope you guys do enjoy this episode. If you do, subscribe, follow, share, view. Sorry for uh, not posting uh, recently, even since like the lottery, which is crazy. It's almost been two weeks since then. Um, had some things going on. Been trying to prepare for my uh, other podcast episodes as well. Cool Sports Network, Chase Sports News, uh, Mad in May, about to wrap up as well on the newsletter. So I've been trying to do some preparation for that, some research on that as well. Uh, so uh, we've been trying to get a lot done. Uh, NBA Mock Draft 2.0 also in the books. Or, and I say in the books, we're making it, right? We're, we're writing the chapters, if you will. So a bunch of things coming up soon. Uh, but I hope you guys do enjoy this episode. If you did, subscribe follow share and view we had a really high view peak right now we've been starting to go down but there's still a couple days left and actually a lot of days left in the week let's continue to have this uptrend to continue to go up i would really appreciate it but let's get into the news and it got leaked a couple days ago for small sources but now the washington post has reported it sb nation has reported it it's uh, how do we say it? it's official um i mean technically it's not official but it's it's the most it's the most official while not being considered official, like as it could be. Like it, it's right in the borderline of being official. Um, that Bradley Beal will be signing a five-year, two hundred fifty million around two hundred fifty million dollar contract this all season. And you can listen to my Boomer Bust episode when I think of that, but. I, I'm a big Bradley Beal fan. I have two Wizards jerseys of Bradley Beal. Tell me why I have two Bradley Beal Wizards jerseys. I really don't know. I Somehow I just ended up having two Bradley Beal Wizards jerseys. And it's it's because he's my favorite player in the entire NBA. If there would be one player that I want to see succeed on my team, it would be Bradley Beal 1,000% after all the doubts that he's had to go through. But to be fair, those doubts have been worthy. He has not proven to be a number one yet. He is only, and I hope his reputation changed exactly like Levine and Devin Booker's has, where it's just, oh, a stat stuffer, just a scorer, right, not a winner. I want that reputation to change over Bradley Beal, but that also needs to take a little bit of work, right? And yes, it does also mean improving the team. Devin Booker needed Chris Paul, Zach Levine needed DeMar DeRozan, but he got Russell Westbrook, right? He's getting Chris Porzingis. He's getting the help. I think maybe just a little more help, though, because Porzingis... I, I I can't say Westbrook. Westbrook was really good when they had him, but um, and to be honest, when healthy, Beal was proving that. Like Beal, uh, when he was with Westbrook, he he showed that maybe not be that number one, but he could be a good scorer. But team. like I think his reputation needs to change it to Zach Levine, right? But now that he's making fifty billion dollars a year, his reputation needs to change it to someone that can clear cut lead his team back. Devin Booker, for example, this year, right? If the Suns won the championship, he's got to be like Devin Booker, where, yes, he could have another all-NBA all-star player next to him, but it's got to be all about him. Right? It was all about Booker this year. He was the best player on the team, and Chris Paul was kind of the guy looking to set him up. Porzingis, and if the Wizards get a new point guard, which we'll get into in a second, could honestly give, uh, you know, be a, a lot of opportunities, right? So, that is what's happening right now. It's going to happen in July. Um, still a lot that can happen until then, like the draft. 
Um, but he, he did say he wanted to stay in Washington, and right now it looks like he's leaning toward signing a five-year, around $250 million deal with the Wizards. So, um, yes, I would recommend ordering your Bradley Beal jerseys if you were uh, if you were not getting one because you didn't know who was going to be on the team. It does look like Bradley Beal is going to be in Washington for another five years, which and decline the player option, which, to be completely honest, when you look at it from that spectrum and you say, oh, he's going to be on the team for five more years, it makes me put a smile on their face, right? But now that he's going to be on the team for five more years, let's do my thing that I like to call non-realistic realism, which means that what I'm about to, it's trade ideas, what I'm about, the trade ideas I'm about to show you are completely unrealistic, but if the trade, if these teams are actually trying to orchestrate a trade, this would be the realistic option. Non-realistic realism is what I like to call it. Do you like the name? To be honest, I don't need your opinions. Please don't write that. Whatever you think about it. Because I like it. Non-realistic realism starts off with a four-team trade involving the Washington Wizards, Phoenix Suns, Chicago Bulls, and Indiana Pacers. And I saw a picture earlier today of the Andre Ayton in a Bulls jersey. And I'm like, how could Lonzo Ball? Go to the Wizards in this trade. Bulls still get a point guard. <coughs> and I finally thought of it. The Wizards get Lonzo Ball. And in 2025 first. The Suns get Nikola Vucevic in Howell Meadow. The Bulls get Malcolm Brogdon and DeAndre Ayton. And the Indiana Pacers get... I'm sorry, the Wizards do not get that 2025 first. The 2025 first goes to the Indiana Pacers. So I'm sorry. Wizards get Lonzo Ball. Suns get Vucevic, Neto. Bulls get Brogdon and Aiden. And the Pacers get Contibius, Caldwell, Pope, and the 2025 first. To be completely honest, you're not going to get much more for Brogdon. You already have a developing point guard. And the fact that the Bulls are also sacrificing Lonzo Ball to get into this deal, they're not going to give up a hefty package um, for him. So the Bulls actually don't give up anything for Brogdon. They just give up assets to the Suns and to the Wizards to get back a player from the Suns and a player from the Pacers. That's how these four-team trades work. It's really confusing. And to be completely honest, I didn't understand them until like a year ago. But now I understand them. Hopefully you guys understand them too. Next, non-realistic real the non-realistic realism trade idea involves the Washington Wizards, the Toronto Raptors, and the Charlotte Hornets. And all these trades involve the Wizards getting a point guard. I say all of them. This is the uh, second and final one. The Washington Wizards get Fred VanVleet, all-star point guard, former NBA champion, and the 15th pick in this year's draft. The Raptors get Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Terry Rozier, and Rui Hachimura. And the Charlotte Hornets get Gary Trent Jr. and a 2024 first. Yes, it seems like the Raptors kind of have a loss here, but you get a good point guard. And then you get also Cadavis Caldwell Pope, who is much, who in my opinion is better than Gary Trent Jr. and a cheaper option. And has less years left on his deal. And really, and you get a young, developing forward of Rui Achimura, who took some big steps in his progression last season. And then the Charlotte Hornets, right? They give up the 15th pick, but they get a future first round pick in exchange. You get, you get Terry Rozier's big contract off the books, and you get Gary Trent Jr., who could kind of be taking Gordon Hayward's play. Place as they can be, as they can find a trade partner for him this offseason. Personally, I think all of these trades make perfect sense for the Wizards. And yes, I wanted to kind of do this because Bradley Beal signing a five year deal with the Wizards is realistic, right? But in my opinion, if Bradley Beal wants to change his reputation to become a best player on a championship team, some non realistic realism has to happen. And the Wizards. I think 
would be great to get one of these moves. Now, according to uh, Bansbo Trade Manager, Trade Machine, and Cat Manager, they actually have the Wizards getting no no wins gained in the Lonzo Ball trade, the first trade I mentioned, but in the second trade, they gained five wins by getting Fred Van Vliet. So, in my opinion, actually, that would get him a win because, now, here's a good question, right? Now, I know what I was saying originally, though, is that I think that they would get more wins getting Lonzo Ball, trading Colin Leno, Kadimi's Cuddle Pope. But that's a different story for a different day. I think... A good question to ask here is, would you rather have Fred Van Vliet or would you rather have Lonzo Ball? Because asset-wise, you're giving up nearly the same. You're giving up Neto and Caldwell Pope in the first trade. And then the second trade, you're giving up KCP and Hachimura. Right? You're really giving up very similar assets. And in my opinion, you're actually, in the long in the long run, giving up more to get Fred Van Vliet than you are Lonzo Ball. And I would personally rather have Lonzo Ball over Fred Van Vliet. And before everyone goes crazy and they say, oh, Lonzo hasn't really developed great, right? You're a ball lover. I've had a lot of doubts on the balls. In fact, I made a private YouTube video. I was about eight or nine years old. I can't keep track of my age at this point. And, and it, I was nine. And it was about, will LaMelo Ball be a bust? And I said, yes. Hasn't turned out great for me. First two years of his career has been amazing. I'm not a lover of the Ball Brothers at all. But I think Lonzo Ball is a very underrated player and is actually a top 40 player in the NBA. And all that sounds crazy to call Lonzo a top 40 player in the NBA, but he is. And to be completely honest, the Bulls have three top 40 players in the NBA. Do you know how many top 40 players the Wizards have right now? One. Maybe it would be good to steal one of the Bulls and come on to Washington. I don't have Fred VanVleet in the top 40, nor do I have him in my top 50. I don't. I mean, actually, I, I, no, let me take that back. I actually do have them in my top 50, but, and maybe in my top 40 as well. I forget because I always forget my list, but I do have Lonzo Ball higher because I think while Fred may bring some more offensive abilities, Lonzo's height makes him a much better defender, right? Like when you look at the Bulls, since Lonzo went out for the year, the Bulls were terrible on defense. It was two completely different teams with the Bulls with Lonzo and the Bulls without Lonzo, right? So, Yes, his contract is pretty heavy, but he's worth it because he's a very good defender. He's surprisingly a really good three-point shooter. He's a really good playmaker. He facilitates the offense. He's exactly what Bradley Beal needs. He's not someone that gets the ball in his hands and wants to do everything with the ball. He's someone that honestly fits perfectly. Now, is he worth it? Was he worth the number two overall pick? That is a completely different story for another day that I really don't want to get into right now. Is Lonzo Ball worth the contract he's worth right now? Is he worth the assets to give up? Yes, he is. So, but you can't go wrong with Fred Lee either, who's been an all-star. So, I think the Wizards, they got to make a big move, right? If you want Bradley Beal to change, now you're probably going to sign him to a five-year deal worth about $50 million a year. You got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, how can we build around that guy? If we're going to have trust in that guy, how are we going to build around that guy? Because if that guy is not the guy, then this entire experiment is going to work out. You're going to have to trade. So if you're going to sign that guy to a big contract for a guy that is that guy, you're going to have to get another guy to put next to him. I know I keep saying that guy and guy, but I'm trying to give you this. You have a superstar. You have a star. And you need him to be a superstar. And I'm going to create a saying here. 
You know how they say um, two wrongs don't make a right? Well, a lot of stars does make a star. No wrongs ever make a right, but stars do make superstars. And if you could surround a really good star in Bradley Beal with help by taking a risk, it would be worth it. Hope you guys did enjoy this episode. If you did, subscribe, follow, share, and view. And I'll see you next time. Peace.